0: Welcome to Grace and Glory Audio featuring Pastor PG Matthew. Today Pastor Matthew continues in his sermon series on 2nd Peter with this sermon entitled The Second Coming of King Jesus, preached August 19th, 2018. If you have your Bible with you, please turn to 2nd Peter chapter 1 beginning with verse 16. Listen. When I say listen, I speak to you from isaiah what chapter sir forty eight Isaiah uses it all the time because people don't listen they are distracted by this world. listen i'm speaking to you about the second coming of king Jesus second peter Chapter 1, 16 through eighteen speaks of the second coming of our King Lord Jesus Christ. Hebrews nine twenty-eight says, So Christ was sacrificed once to take away the sins of many people. Notice not all people, many people limited atonement particular redemption and he will appear a second time not to bear sin but to bring salvation to those who are come on waiting for him the question is are you waiting for him or are you saying please don't come we have, we have great plans for 2018 and 2019 and so on. His first coming was to accomplish our atonement by his death. So God's son took our human nature. He was born of Virgin Mary. He was God man one person in two natures his first coming was in a state of humiliation they laid the baby Jesus in a manger he had no place to lay his head though he created all things out of nothing They spat on him, they stripped him, they slapped him, they crucified him. The father gave him over to death for our sins, the sins of the elect. So we read Philippians 2, who being in very nature God... He did not consider equality with God something to be grasped, but made himself nothing. Taking the very nature of a slave, being made in human likeness, and being found in appearance as a man, he humbled himself and became obedient to death, even death on a cross. This Jesus Christ is coming again, a second time, from heaven to earth, not in a state of humiliation, but in divine glory to save his people and destroy all his enemies eternally. One verse out of every 25 New Testament verses speaks of his second coming. To the elect, his coming in glory is living hope. 1 Peter 1.3 A cause of great joy. 1 Peter 4.13 A blessed hope. Titus 2.13 and a source of great comfort 1st Thessalonians 4.18 his enemies shall fear and tremble Acts 17.31 says for he has set a day when he will judge the world with justice by the man he has appointed he has given proof of this to all men By raising him from the dead. Jude 14 and 15, Enoch the seventh from Adam, listen, sir, prophesied about these men. See, the Lord is coming with thousands upon thousands of His holy ones to judge everyone. And to convict all the ungodly of all the ungodly acts they have done in the ungodly way of all the harsh words ungodly sinners have spoken against him. He's coming, sir. He's coming to deal with you if you do not humble yourself and ask his mercy. I say to you, humble yourself. For the last 170 years, churches rarely preached this doctrine of Christ's second coming. Peter writes about the second coming to strengthen God's people who were suffering. Friends, Jesus is coming as King of Kings and Lord of Lords. Revelation 19.16. He shall come in his Father's glory. Matthew sixteen twenty seven, he shall come suddenly, personally, visibly, bodily. The Lord Himself shall come. 1 Thessalonians four sixteen. A second time, Hebrews nine twenty eight. His coming is at hand, James five eight. He is coming like a thief. 2 Peter 3.10 He is coming soon. Revelation 22.20 And every eye shall see him. Revelation 1.7 He is coming for those who long for his coming. Revelation 22.20 Those who wait for it Titus 2 12 and 13, those who eagerly await his second coming. Philippians 3 20, are you ready to meet him? Matthew 24 44, are you holy to meet him? Most churches in this country and throughout the world live a sinful life people in those churches and they are given permission by professors and preachers because people want to sin why do they want to sin there is pleasure in sin hebrews 12:14 make every effort to live in peace with all men and to be holy Without holiness, no one shall see the Lord. Jesus said, Matthew 5:8, Blessed are the pure in heart, for they will see God. Paul said, 2 Timothy 2:19, Nevertheless, God's solid foundation stands firm, sealed with this inscription: The Lord knows those who are His not your self-declaration and everyone who confesses the name of the Lord must turn away from wickedness be holy and obedient to the one you confess as Lord when is he coming? the Bible says nobody knows not even the son Matthew 24:36 First point sir apostolic denial we did not follow cleverly invented stories we did not follow that's a denial theological liberalism believes in the absolute authority of pseudo science not in the absolute authority of the Holy Scriptures. Liberal theologians reject every miracle in the Bible. So they believe in the demythologization of the Scriptures, they explain away every biblical miracle. They do not believe in an infinite, personal, triune, all-holy, almighty, all-knowing, everywhere present God in the Bible. So to them, the Bible is a book of myths. Gospel is a lie. Jesus is a sinner. Apostles are sinners. Sinners there is no hell they say they say there is no heaven death is the end for every man resurrection is a myth so is eternal life and new heaven and new earth where God dwells with his people by his apostolic writing Peter opposes this lie of the devil and defends the gospel. The scriptures of the Old and New Testament are the very words of God. And so we read For prophecy never had its origin in the will of man, but men spoke from God as they were carried along by the Holy Spirit. 2 Peter 3, 1 and 2. Dear friends, this is now my second letter to you. I have written both of them as reminders to stimulate you to wholesome thinking. I want you to recall the words spoken in the past by the prophets and the command given by our Lord and Savior through your apostles both Old Testament and New Testament very words of God so Peter defends the gospel he denies that the gospel consists of man created lies stories They come very refined and cultured and looking down upon the Bible and Bible believers. All so-called civilized people believing in pseudoscience will go to hell unless God shows mercy. He denies that the gospel consists of man created lies stories, legends, fables and myths Jesus said lie comes from the devil Jesus said John 8 you belong to your father the devil and you want to carry out your father's desire he was a murderer from the beginning not holding to the truth for there is no truth in him When he lies, he speaks his native language. He is a liar and the father of all lies. Today, false theologians, pastors, and evangelists deny the true gospel by their lies and send their people to eternal hell. 2nd Peter 2.14 with eyes full of adultery they never stop sinning they seduce the unstable they are experts in greed and accursed brood Jude 7 in a similar way Sodom and Gomorrah and the surrounding towns gave themselves to sexual immorality and perversion they serve as an example of those who suffer the punishment of eternal fire holy scripture is divinely given rooted in history deals with facts and unquestionably true listen to Luke Luke 1 Many have undertaken to draw up an account of the things that have been fulfilled among us, just as they were handed down to us by those who from the first were eyewitnesses and servants of the world. Therefore, since I myself have carefully investigated everything from the beginning, it seemed good to me also to write an orderly account to you, most excellent Theophilus. But the a purpose so that you may know the certainty of the things you have been taught. Second point, apostolic preaching. We told you about the power and coming of the Lord Jesus Christ. Peter the apostle together with other apostles preached the gospel that Jesus is the Christ. The God man who became incarnate to accomplish redemption for every elected Sinner by his life, death, and resurrection. Romans 4.25 He was delivered over to death for our sins and was raised to life for our justification. First Peter 2.21 He himself bore our sins in his body on the tree so that we might die to sin. And live for righteousness by his wounds we are healed. He is coming again, sir, listen. In great power to save and to judge. Peter preached. And what did he preach? Let me read it to you. Acts three fourteen and fifteen. You disowned the holy and righteous one, and asked that a murderer be released to you. You killed the author of life, but God raised him from the dead. We are witnesses of this. Acts three twenty one. He must remain in heaven until the time comes for God to restore everything as he promised long ago by his prophets and Jesus said Matthew 24 at that time the sign of the son of man will appear in the sky and all nations of the earth will mourn they will see the son of man coming on the clouds of the sky with power and great Glory Matthew twenty-five thirty-one Then the Son of Man comes in his glory and the angels with him he will sit on his throne with heavenly glory. And Paul preached Philippians three twenty and twenty one, but our citizenship is in heaven and we eagerly await a savior from there the Lord Jesus Christ who by the power that enables him to bring everything under his control will transform our lowly bodies so that they will be like his glorious body Paul preaches The same thing in 2 Thessalonians 1, 6 through 10. God is just, he will pay back trouble to those who trouble you and give relief to you who are troubled. And to us as well, this will happen when the Lord Jesus is revealed from heaven with blazing fire with his wonderful angels. He will punish those who do not know God and do not obey the gospel of our Lord Jesus they will be punished with everlasting destruction and shut out from the presence of the Lord and from the majesty of his power on the day he comes to be glorified in his holy people and to be marveled at among all those who have believed this includes you because you believe our testimony to you the second coming of jesus is the central theme of second peter his second coming is not in weakness but in glory and power the elect shall be raised up and be given glorified bodies he will destroy all his enemies in eternal fire Matthew 25:46 then they will go away to eternal punishment but the righteous to eternal life both eternal he will destroy this world and create a new world without sin a new world in righteousness and St. Peter says this 2nd Peter 3 that day will bring about destruction of the heavens by fire and the elements will melt in the heat but in keeping with his promise we are looking forward to a new heaven and a new earth the home of righteousness St. John says Revelation 21, Then I saw a new heaven and a new earth, for the first heaven and the first earth had passed away. There was no longer any sea. I saw the holy city, New Jerusalem, coming down out of heaven from God, prepared as a bride, beautifully dressed for her husband. And I heard a loud voice from the throne saying, now the dwelling of God is with men and he will live with them and they will be his people covenant keeping people and God himself will be with them and be their God he will wipe away every tear from their eyes there will be no more death or mourning or crying or pain and I say no more sin For the old order of things has passed away. The apostles preached the truth concerning the first coming. And the second coming of Christ. Jesus is truth. He cannot lie, sir. And the devil is a liar. He can only lie. And if you believe in the devil then you are an enemy of Jesus Christ you are arrogant you say Jesus Christ is a liar it is the will of the father that everyone repent and believe in Jesus Christ and be saved in fact Acts 17 30 says God commands all people everywhere to repent 1 John 3.23 God commands everyone believe in Jesus and love one another. 1 John 5.10 and 11 anyone who does not believe God has made him out to be a liar because he has not believed in the testimony God has given about his son And this is the testimony. God has given us eternal life. And this eternal life is in his son. Friends, no other can save you from hell, from your sin. The gospel preaching declares to all, all people the absolute power. Of our Lord Jesus Christ to save and what, sir? To destroy. The third point the apostolic eyewitness of Christ's glory. They saw him transfigured. The apostles were eyewitnesses of many miracles of Jesus. They were eyewitnesses of the risen Christ and his ascension. Peter, James, and John also witnessed the transfiguration of Jesus, which was a foreshadowing of Jesus' second coming in power and glory. A fulfillment of his prophecy in Matthew sixteen, twenty-seven, and 28. First John 5:10 Anyone who does not believe God has made him out to be a liar because he has not believed the testimony of God in other words an unbeliever is saying what well, sir god is a liar bible is a lie it's a myth it's a legend it is fable Matthew 16:27 and 28 For the son of man is going to come in his father's glory with his angels and then will reward each person according to what he has done I tell you the truth now listen some who are standing here will not taste death will not die before they see the son of man coming in his kingdom and this is what Peter, James and John saw in this transfiguration Jesus was revealing to the chosen apostles that Jesus was not only a man but also God one person in two natures these apostles were eyewitnesses of Christ's majesty Christ's deity Christ's glory they were not preaching lies. They were preaching facts. They themselves witnessed. Matthew 17one and 2. After six days, Jesus took with him Peter, James, and John, the brother of James, and led them up a high mountain by themselves. There he was transfigured before them. Listen. His face shone like the sun, and his clothes became as white as light. And we read in Revelation 1.16, listen. In his right hand he held seven stars, and out of his mouth there came a sharp double-edged sword. Now listen. His face was like the sun shining in all its brilliance. His face shone like the sun. His clothes became as white as light because he was God. Jesus is God and man. Sir. There are many verses. In the beginning was the word, and the word was with God, and the word was God, and the word became flesh and dwelt among us. We have seen his glory, the glory of the one and only who came from the Father, full of grace and truth. John 1.30 says, I and the Father are one. And Hebrews 1 3 says, The sun is the radiance of God's glory and the exact representation of His being, sustaining all things by His powerful word. After He has provided purification for sins, He sat down at the right hand of the majesty in heaven, and so on. God-man. Unbelievers say, There is no resurrection there is no second coming there is no hell there is no heaven it's all myth there is no end of history the world will continue forever as it is there is no infinite eternal personal holy creator redeemer God they do not believe Jesus is coming again to establish his kingdom in its final, ultimate form. You know why, sir? You are not born again. First Corinthians 2.14 The man without the Spirit does not accept the things that come from the Spirit of God. They are what, sir? Foolishness to him. And he cannot understand them. And Jesus said, I tell you the truth, no one can see the kingdom of God unless he is born again. Number four, sir. Fourth point, father's witness to his son's glory, a voice from heaven. Not only transfiguration of Jesus, witnessed by the apostles, testified to the deity of Jesus. Father's witness from heaven From the majestic glory testified to his son's deity also. Matthew 17.5 While Peter was still speaking, he is always speaking. A bright cloud enveloped them and a voice from the cloud said, This is my son whom I love, with him I am well pleased listen to him it's time to listen to Jesus Christ and to the preacher who preaches the word of God listen this is my son my beloved in whom I am well pleased unlike Adam God man Jesus pleased his father by his perfect obedience Isaiah 42 one John, eight twenty-nine. John seventeen four, and finally John nineteen thirty. The last word he said: "Tell die. It is finished. What is finished? The work God gave him to do is finished to accomplish our redemption." <laughs> This message from the father. This father's witness gave Jesus honor and glory in his state of humiliation. Now he is in his state of glory. What are you doing about him? Father honored him. And do you honor his son Jesus Christ, sir? If you don't believe in him, you are saying God is a liar this Jesus Virgin Mary's son is the only begotten of God God's eternal son second person of the trinity co-equal with the father and the Holy Spirit who in the eternal counsel listen agreed with the father to become incarnate in the fullness of time to accomplish redemption for those given to him by his life, death and resurrection. John ten seventeen says, The reason my father loves me is that I lay down my life only to take it up again. Father spoke of him from heaven. He bore witness to his son's glory. Father spoke of his son at his baptism. And father heard son's prayer before his crucifixion. And responded to it. Let me read to you. John 12. Now my heart is troubled. And what shall I say? Father save me from this hour. No it was for this very reason I came to this hour Father glorify your name then a voice came from heaven I have glorified it and will glorify it again what is the chief end of man? to glorify God and enjoy him forever Father honored his son as we read in Daniel seven, thirteen, and 14. In my vision at night I looked and there before me was one like a son of man coming with clouds of heaven. He approached the ancient of days, the father and was led into his presence he was given authority glory, sovereign power all peoples, nations and men of every language worshipped him, his dominion is an everlasting dominion that will not pass away and his kingdom is one that will never be destroyed do you honor this Lord Jesus Christ the father honored Philippians 2, 9 through 11, Therefore God exalted him to the highest place and gave him the name that is above every name. Listen. That at the name of Jesus every niche should bow in heaven and on earth and under the earth and every tongue confess Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. Friends, you say you don't want to believe in him. He will come and raise you up. And you will bow your knee and confess him as Lord and he will send you to eternal hell. And the final point, sir, listen and pray that you be born again. And if you are born again, rejoice that you are destined for glory. Apostolic witness to Father's witness because we read verse 18 we ourselves heard this voice that came from heaven when we were with him on the holy mountain Peter, James and John heard the father's witness to his son who shared his father's glory and they understood the message enabling them to give apostolic ear witness To Christ's glory. They were with Jesus. On the holy mountain. Mountain became holy. Because Jesus the God man was there. Holy God. Man. Holy God man Jesus made the mountain. What's sir, Holy. As we read in Exodus 3, 5. Do not come any closer. God said take off your sandals. For the place where you are standing. Is what's sir? holy ground. Did you hear what I said? He is God and man. And in the Bible he is speaking to us. He obeyed his father and we obey father spoke from heaven friends let me tell you a secret and you can tell everybody else heaven is a place where God dwells where Christ dwells with his holy angels and with the spirits of just men made perfect and I wrote a book on Hebrews let me read it to you from the Bible. But you have come to Mount Zion, to heavenly Jerusalem, the city of the living God. You have come to thousands upon thousands of angels in joyful assembly to the church of the firstborn, whose names are written in heaven. You have come to God, the judge of all men, the spirits of righteous men, made perfect to Jesus, the mediator of a new covenant, and to sprinkled blood that speaks better word than the blood of Abel John is saying this Revelation 4 1 and 2 after this I looked and there before me was a door standing open in heaven and the voice I had first heard speaking to me like a trumpet said come up here and I will show you what must take place after this at once I was in the spirit And there before me was a throne in heaven with someone sitting on it. There is a heaven, sir. And there is a hell. Jesus said so. More times about hell. Jesus said. John 3.13 says, No one has ever gone into heaven except the one who came from heaven, the Son of Man. Acts 1.11 says men of Galilee they said why do you stand here looking into the sky this same Jesus who has been taken from you into heaven will come back in the same way you have seen him go into heaven my question to you father honors the son and Christ himself witness to his glory by transfiguration Christ witnessed father witnessed the apostles witnessed to Jesus what have you done with that witness 1 John 5:10 and 11 says if you don't believe in Jesus you made God to be a liar 1 John 5 22 and 23 moreover the father judges no one he has entrusted all judgment to the son that all may what honor the son and I read they will go away to eternal punishment but the righteous to eternal life let me tell you all other religions are false and demonic First Corinthians 10, 18-22, four times they are of demons. There is no other savior. If father honored his son and son revealed himself as God man and the apostles gave us their witness of Jesus Christ eye witness and ear witness. What are you doing with Jesus Christ? And if you have trusted in him, rejoice. Your destiny is glory. The moment you die, you will go to paradise. The thief prayed to Jesus on the cross. Remember me when you come in your glory. He said, today you'll be with me in paradise. Sir, no other savior. No other person accomplished our redemption. He's coming soon, God deals with everybody. If you are not born again, if you are still arrogant, I pray that you humble today and be saved. Heavenly Father, save your people. In Jesus' name, amen. amen. Grace Valley Christian Center is committed to the unchanging truth of the Holy Scriptures. We have been proclaiming the whole counsel of God since 1974 through our weekly worship services, our website resources, and our publishing ministry. For more information about our church, to find more edifying sermons, or to order books by the Rev. P.G. Matthew, please visit our website at gracevalley.org.